Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sports Scope. I'm your host, Robert Butler, on this, what is today, December 7th. Uh, we're 81 years uh, later for the uh, anniversary of Pearl Harbor, 81 years ago. Time flies, my friend. Not that I was alive during Pearl Harbor, but I like to be one of remembrance. Going to have here in a little bit. Next few minutes. Sorry, my collar's a little messed up here. Lost track of time. Uh, have Carlo or uh, Andre Gibson in. Carlos is the Friday guest. We'll have him in. Looks like he's already in the back studio there. Uh, looks like there's no technical issues today. Knock on some wood. Uh, going to talk about Deion Sanders. A lot of people didn't. They didn't like the way he handled that press conference. I'll ask Andre about that and what what's his thoughts on that. Of course, John Robertson uh, being fired. I'll ask him about that. We'll, we'll go over that. But first, let me say this. Aaron Judge, and this was news that broke this morning, uh, has agreed to re-sign with the Yankees for nine-year, $360 million deal. Now, you guys know I don't talk a lot of baseball on the program here, but I've been following this story for about a year now. And, of course, Mac and Jack and Jim Jeffcoat show, they asked me about it. Judge bets on himself by turning down a $230 million uh, eight-year deal last year Gets $130 million more added on. Uh, obviously, you know, he, he beat Roger Maris's record. He wins the AL MVP. Uh, has a really good season there. And I'll say this. Uh, there were reports that teams like the Giants were interested in him. Uh, the San Diego Padres were interested in him. And my, my thing about that is, uh, for one thing, the Padres got a lot of big-time players on their team, okay? Uh, Manny Machado, Fernando Tatis, uh, Joe Musgrave, Hugh Jarvis. You've got two $300 million guys and a couple $100 million guys on their team. I don't see how they would have been able to pull it off. But I'll say this. This reminds me of the very first major 10-year contract that I can remember going back 22 years. 10-year, uh, $252 million deal with the Texas Rangers uh, from the Seattle Mariners, Alex Rodriguez. Uh, and, and mind you, A-Rod, better known as, this guy comes into this uh, team, three Silver Slugger Awards, two Gold Gloves, three All-Stars, and and he has an MVP year 2003, and they can't afford him. So my whole point is they trade Michael on story short. They trade the guy to the Yankees. He gets another 10-year deal because he opts out in 2007. They go on and win the World Series, and they're the type of organization that can absorb this. I'm sure the Steinbrenner family – talked to the general manager, Brian Cashman, and said, hey, look, the guy's 31 years old. He's going to be 40, 39, 40 towards the end of this thing. You may have to eat the last three possible four years of this contract, but do you want a guy that that, that broke Roger Maris's record in 1961 of 61 home runs to leave your organization and go to a small market only to probably come back later? Or you want to go ahead and pay it. The Yankees are one of the only teams that can handle this contract. So I think they'll be okay. Obviously, it's a lot of money. I did read Darren Ravel. This is how expensive California is. He puts out that he saved $7 million by going to New York from California. So uh, on that note, I'll um, we'll stand by here, folks. We'll do a quick commercial break. I'll come back. We'll bring in the great Andre Gibson here in a minute and 19 Seconds here on Sports Scope. Hello, Sports Scope followers. After five years of doing this program, once a week, balancing a 60-hour work week job, I've decided to do the program five days a week, one hour a night, taking a significant pay cut. So I've started a Patreon page, which is 
Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N slash Sportscope, spelled the same way at the bottom of the screen you see there, for $5 a month, 17 cents a day. You can help support the program. You ask yourself, why Sportscope? Well, I bring in such big names uh, such as Al Borges, former Auburn offensive coordinator, and, and I cover the big news uh, in sports that the corporate media will not cover. If you want to contribute more than $5 a month, you can go use the cash app. The cash tag is Sports Scope, again, spelled the same way. Or you can go to the Zelle app, sportsscope at gmail.com. Uh, Sports Scope has about 5,000 followers and growing. If you want to advertise on the program, you can email me. The word is sportsscope, spelled the same way again, at gmail.com. Thank you and enjoy the program. Now I'm back, Andre. I'm sure you were back behind stage, backstage here. Unmute your mic there, buddy. And uh, come on in, Andre. Now I can't see you on here, buddy. Let's see what the deal is here. Uh, oops. Well, now he's on one off. Let's see. He comes back in. Um, let's see if he comes back in. I don't know what happened. I was going to bring him in and ask him about this. Um, about this uh, contract here. We have had the worst luck here lately. Hey, Andre. Can you hear me, man? Maybe I don't think he can hear me. Um, yes, sir. Can you hear me now? I can hear you. Okay, okay. So what's your thoughts, man, on the, um, this contract? Do you think the Yankees will uh, regret signing this contract to Aaron Judge? $40 million a year. I'm sure, man, that- that's a lot of money. Yeah, you might have to speak into the mic like a little bit. The Yankees organization, man, they, for, for all intended purposes, they, they got deep pockets. They love to spend that money. They've been spending money on players since baby. Yeah. So this ain't nothing new for the Yankees organization. I'm a Yankees fan, man, and it's a good – they did it with A-Rod and – Reggie Jackson, you know, you can name. Yeah. Can you speak uh, into the mic a little bit more, man? I can't hardly hear you, Chief. Okay. Yeah, that I sounds a lot that better. The Yankees have spent more players since they did the Bay Root. So, okay. So, they're not, they not scared to spend money. And it's a show in business, man. You, in order to be out there, man, you got to spend the best So. The Yankees have always done it. Look at they look at their track record in the pennants, man. In the battle. Yeah. Who am I to say how much they should give us uh, the ceiling going when is enough gonna be enough for our money? If they feel they can pay him that deep and he had two other teams looking at him, the Yankees yeah. knew they wanted to keep him in the pin strike, so he had to come a little better. So yeah. Hey, your your uh, reception's bad, man. I can't hardly hear you, Chief. No play, but... Hey, can you want to try to reconnect, Andre? I can't hardly can hear you. you yeah, boy, you yeah, sound I'll, great I'll that try first to week. On my, on my other... Okay. Okay, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm losing my voice. I... But can you hear me a little better now before I switch out? Uh, a little bit, but it's not as good as it was a couple weeks ago. Whatever he's okay. using a couple weeks ago, not last week. Uh, well, he's went off. He's going to try to come back on. No, so going back to uh, Aaron Judge, he is uh, – obviously it's uh, – you know, Pickle says he's worth every dime in, in New York. Now, again, the Yankees uh, – they absorbed a big – they're one of the few organizations that can absorb the big contract like this, you know. Uh, you, you look at the the Rangers. I mean, I just said what uh, Alex Rodriguez did with the Rangers, you know. Let me see if I can bring Andre. Can you hear me now? 
Loud and clear, brother. Oh, now you're good. Yeah, that's a good one, man. Okay, we'll do what we can do with it while we can do it. So, you know, the Yankees, there's no salary cap in Major League Baseball. I'm okay with it. They can absorb it. Yeah. The Braves couldn't absorb it. You know, Seattle couldn't absorb it. Okay. You can go back to the days, man. Like I said, Bay Roof going forward, man, to people like Reggie Jackson when they brought him in from the Yankees and Catfish Hunter and yeah. Raleigh Fingers. One thing about Steinbrenner that I have you have to love, man. Now, was he being a capitalist or greedy about gobbling up players back then? No more than yeah. anybody else would have done, but going forward, how many people is going to turn down a salary like that, man, be it A-Rod or yeah. Jude? It, it's it's a win-win for both parties, man, because the Yankees get to fill up the seats at the house at Roof Build, and any two teams that were trying to get Jud, at the end of the day, they would have pulled out, man. He just couldn't match that Yankee pocket, man. And pocket yeah. too big, man. You know, and, and he uh, saved seven million dollars in uh, a state tax from California. That tells you how expensive California is. Apparently, the Giants. I think he's from the Bay Area. Yeah. And the is. Padres were interested. The Padres already got Manny Machado. They're paying this guy three hundred million dollars. Uh, Pickles, Fernando Tartiz, fourteen-year contract over three hundred million dollars. He's already failed a drug test, by the way. Suspended 80 games. I'm not a big baseball guy, but I'll tell you this. They've got two $300 million contracts and two $100 million. I'm starting to think, are the Padres, are they using Ponzi scheme money? I mean, where are they getting this kind of money in that small market, man? You know? I th- I'm glad Judge didn't take it. I, I think they would have probably moved off of him, and he would have had to move. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a lot Remember, of Remember, uh, the Angels moved off of Pujols. In the middle, his big deal, or towards the end. Okay. Well, you know what, man? With with the player salaries that you stated, the three of them, they could buy a baseball team. With the- <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. If uh, the owners and the fans are willing to absorb that cost, man, more power to them, brother. But yeah. I, I can't see because you know, in order to to fund that kind of salary, man, they're gonna go up on something, brother. Whether it's a hot dog or a nine dollar bill, something's yeah. gonna pay for that, man. And I don't want to be the one to pay for that. So, uh-uh. you know, the Yankees they have their own network. Uh, I was living in New York, uh, Andre, back in two thousand and two, mm-hmm. and uh, they had the Yes Network. They just started getting their own Yankee network going. Then that was back when they were rolling, man. They had Jeter. They had um, they didn't quite have a rod yet. Mariano Rivera, uh, just big name player after big name player. And the best deal I got in New York was paying eight dollars for bleacher seats at Yankee Stadium. But the stadium's huge; it's like a football stadium. The the old Yankee Stadium, not the new one they play okay. in now okay. in the Bronx. Okay. And um, their money is coming from that network. Now, other teams have gotten something similar to that, but they're, it's just that Yankee brand, you know, uh, they're willing to pay it. It's such a big brand. You got 82, was it 81 home games, something like that. You got 162. Uh, nobody else can really handle it. I mean, uh, markets like Seattle, they always end up – they never finish these big contracts. Other smaller markets assign these players like this. They can't stomach it, man. Minnesota, it really – it would take all those teams down. They uh, they did have a big hit in Minnesota. They signed a, a catcher one year to a similar contract, like $100 million plus. And uh, they end up regretting it a few years later. Well, you know what they used to say about the Minnesota market, man. No. Uh, but probably like the shirt that I'm wearing, the Cavaliers, many years ago back in the 70s. They the running joke was there's only two things that Minnesota had was Kirby Puckett and Prince. So, you know. Yeah. That Chris, Chris, Chris uh uh Rock said that. That's it, buddy. He wasn't far from wrong, but the market <laughs> the, the, the market that the, 
the Yankees and put and teams like it have, man, they they got a strong fan base, man. And when you got that legacy that the Yankees have, man, that's a team everybody loved and hate, but secretly love to watch because they've had big marquee name players. Man, it's always been a yeah. foregone conclusion. <laughs> Right, John Carlos Stanton's a big home run hitter, you know. Yeah. There you go. And then you got him and Stanton. I mean, he, he beats Roger Maris's record. He almost gets the triple crown. Uh, they're going to regret probably the last few years, and they're okay with it. They're okay with it, you know. They'll milk it for all his words, man. They cannot <laughs> like a big cow, just milk it down, won't they? You better know it, brother. Uh, uh, glass and all. I hope now, will they? get a return on that investment with uh merchandising and if he chase another record or two and yeah, they probably will but I, right. I got a feeling right now the yankees kind of know what they're doing i hope but only time will tell man yeah yeah so moving right along gotta talk to you this is one of the biggest stories in the nfl of the week john robertson here in nashville was fired Tuesday after Tennessee gets blown out by the Eagles on Sunday. What are your thoughts on the John Robertson firing? I think he simply got, you know, I think he got too over, he got overconfident due to the early success he had here uh, with getting Vrabel, getting Derrick Henry the first two years early success, he started taking way too many wild risks in the draft and it all come to head Sunday. What are your thoughts, John Robertson being fired? Man, it, it was clear to see Variable and John Robertson wasn't on the same page near the end. You know, it's come to light that Variable did not, you know, go along with the trade for Julio Jones or the trading away of uh, uh, AJ Brown. Brown or released. Or, remember when we lost Brett Kern? So when you start doing them kind yeah, of Yeah, the punter in the offseason, yeah. That's it. And another thing that I don't care what job you own, man, or what your line of work is, this is my take, and this is most people's take. When I'm the owner and I'm financing this team, this is a family business handed down from family to family, from the dad to the daughter, and I'm the last to know what's going on. Something ain't right there, man, uh, they said that he wasn't really communicating at times with Amy, man, and that's a that's a bad uh, deal right there. Is man. that right? Is that what the, what was who uh, who reported that? Man, it's been said on a lot of media outlets, man. I wow, the day said that he was really keeping her out of the loop on something, and you asking to get fired, man. I I, I really don't get that guy, man. You know, uh, Variable was frustrated. At the yeah. draft selection, man, he fought against trading AJ Brown away, man. But that, be honest, those trades blew up in our face, man. You know, the team was not poised to move forward with the choices Robinson made, man. I I saw uh, one of our players today, this evening, on the local news, yeah. saying basically he didn't say it was a good thing, but he was saying that if it was in the best interest of the team, he said, "Man, I want to win." I can't remember what player it was. The Titan players want to go to the next level, man, and you got to yeah. have people that's going to take you to the next level. And if now it gives variable opportunity to make choices and decisions, yeah, in the manner he want to do it in. Well, you just hope that he doesn't get too much power. Um, that can backfire too. Uh, you think about guys like Mike Holmgren, member former Green Bay Packers coach. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, remember when he took the job in Seattle and they made him general manager and coach and that didn't work out. So then they moved him to just being the head coach and they get all the way to the Super Bowl in 2005. Yeah, I agree. You can't eat. You can't take put more on your plate than you can digest yeah. at one time. You can't do it. It won't work. Well, you're a Boston Celtics fan. You remember. um Who's the guy that took over there in the '90s? Used to uh, Rick Pitino uh -huh. was he was coach and GM there, and he says, uh, you know, I couldn't do both. He said it was killing me. Yeah, and he and the win and loss ratio was so so too. So yeah, and when you sitting on the uh, sideline 
with five thousand dollar Versace suits on, and y'all, <laughs> <laughs> that ain't a good day for the green man. It ain't a ain't a good day for the Celtic Nation. So yeah, kind of eased on out of there, man. We almost forgot about him in Celtic folklore. Yeah, so I I don't think that I, I'm just you know speculating that I don't think they're gonna make Vrabel the general manager. She's too smart for that. Um, that's interesting what you just said about Robertson. Uh, yeah, his ego got, you can kind of, kind of see the way he was dressing lately. His ego was kind of getting out of control, taking wild, wild swings in the draft, man. I mean, drafting guys with injury history in the first round, people like Caleb Farley, uh, even Jeffrey Simmons. I like Jeffrey Simmons, but he tore his ACL and, and, uh, and workouts, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you can't always swing for the fence, man. And when you, you know, uh, you got to either hit a home run or you better get on base, man. And, and, <laughs> and the Titans wasn't getting on base enough, man. That's what the players, you know, the locker room scuttlebutt, man, was pretty much, man. They, the team can't tell me they not because you can sense it in them, man. They, they kind of tired of, of the record that they have in these yeah. one-and-done seasons and not going deep in the playoffs. Uh, something got to be done. They got to implode this team next year. And I hate to say this to the Titan faithful because I'm one as well. We well, better I'll, be looking, looking at LaJuan and people like that in all season, man. Something got to be done, man. It got to be yeah. done. You know. I, I think so, too. They're going to have to probably make some big moves. In the offs, here here's the the star the what are the straw that stir the Campbells back? Is that how does that saying go? The last straw really with me was um, more than anything was paying Ryan Tannehill the thirty eight million. That's way too much money. That's why they couldn't keep AJ Brown. Uh, they were successful with him when he was making seven million dollars a year. In 2019, Tennessee gets to the AFC Championship game, and then they overextend him and just insane salary. This guy is a um, what do you call? He's not necessarily an air quote franchise quarterback type of player. He's more of a mid-level stopgap backup at best type of player who converted from a wide receiver. You know. And that's what really took him down, I think. And then you're saying he's not, you know, overlooking Amy Adams. He was thinking, since I had this early success, she's a woman, she's not going to be strong-willed on me. And he really, I mean, taking those chances, drafting guys like Corey Davis in the first with the top five pick, you don't take wide receivers that early. Uh, The 2017 draft, they have nobody on the roster from that draft. Two for well, can you believe that? Well, I told like I said, um, I think people are saying this around the uh league and uh, uh media outlets are saying this one thing that the AJ Brown debacle and uh humiliation of our players out there in that area caused him to lose his job. If that is the case, that would be kind of crazy because he got us there a lot. Robinson was okay, man. He he did a lot of good here. Yeah, he but did. I, you you can't totally blame it at uh, AJ Brown game totally on that. No, I think it. it Plus, Burks is a pretty good player. I think he they could have got more for for Brown. Yeah, they probably could have gotten maybe a, a third round pick and a first round pick. But what do you think they could have done to have kept him, man? What 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 do you think that? Uh, it's the way you. Uh, shape his cap hit and Howie Roseman with Philadelphia. You know, I had Philly sports guy, big Philadelphia guy, very educated, even though he puts a lot of makeup on kind of crazy. Um, he, 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 he is uh, a fond of, of that, you know, paying $5 million in cap hit money. That's not bad. Even though his contract is going to be over 20 million this year. The cap hits only $5 million. Well, that's just above what a rookie makes. Uh, it's it, it, A lot of it is the way that you uh, uh, deal with the cap and the way you write these contracts up. That's another thing. I mean, again, 
Ryan Tannehill, $38 million. Uh, that Tom Brady's salary is not that much this year. You know, it it's just there's 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 websites that tell you the cap hits called spottrack.com. And you you just cannot anybody that goes over 12.6% of the cap hit, that team does not win Super Bowls. Well, the, it's like 225, uh, Andre. Uh, his cap hit or his his salary is 38 million. Well, Tennessee's way over that, obviously. They're over 12%. You know, so it, it's just it, it's that it's the AJ Brown thing. Boy, I didn't know he's blowing off the owner. How how arrogant can you be? Now I'm looking at Carlos's comment. Yeah, media reports are bonkers. Uh or whatever word people choose to use for it. But, yeah, that's that's what people, uh, enough credible outlets are saying. He, he loves outlets. he loves the type. Carlos is from New York, but he loves, he drinks all that Kool-Aid up here. Well, I tell you what, I gave <laughs> up following the uh, Green Bay Packers form. I ain't going to tell you that I'm totally sold and brought in to a degree. Yeah, I'm going to pull for them because they my home field team. But yeah, diehard Packers fan, been one a long time, but. I'm just saying, yeah, that, that's what Scuttlebutt was saying, that he wasn't keeping on the loop. And I don't, I look at it this way. What general manager that you know that, that don't keep they, they owner in the loop, you don't want to stay around. You ask him, maybe he got, <laughs> uh, he got ambitions to go somewhere else other than the Titans. So she helped him along the way and decided for the time being they brought in an interim, but yeah. Variable still got a lot of new power, so to speak. But Variable and him had a lot of head buttons. But, you know, look at this. They asked Mike Variable in November, why do y'all run Derrick Henry 25, 26 times? I can't say the word that he said, but yeah. he basically said, blank, blank, if I throw – to a receiver 50 times a game, who do I have to throw it to? So that basically, <laughs> that basically lets you know I got to either kill Derrick Henry's legs or I see him as a, a Taco Bell rap, man. It's over. So yeah, you you blank if you do, you blank if you don't. But at the end of the day, things got to be done, man. It's too – look, this, the our AFC South, we know the division. They look at our division as weak anyway. But at the end of the day, in order to compete, you you watch what I tell you. The Houston Texans and Team Jaguars, them people will return, man. You look at Miami Dolphins, they you ain't gonna stay in the doldrums forever. You yeah. stop tweaking and, and trading and, and pulling people off of waivers. Look at Baker Mayfield. The Rams took a chance and went out there and got him. Yeah. So, yeah, know, that's who? true. And you know, um, this team. They their offensive line's terrible. I mean, it's, it's horrible now. The it's offense. terrible. Oh, and over again, now. a lot of that money's going to Tannehill, and that's why Henry don't have any running room. They lost one of their best run blockers. He's up with Buffalo Bills now. And how's he, Roger Saffold? Now, how is he doing in your opinion? Huh? How's he doing in your? He's opinion? doing good. Their their running game's getting better. They had ninety yeah. yards rushing from their running backs last week. I'm going to see if Carlos feel this way. <laughs> when, when people leave this organization, they don't leave to get worse. They leave to excel. I've ne- It's re- very rare that I've seen Titan players leave here and, and fall flat on their face. I can take him as far back as Randy Moss. Randy Moss stated this when he came here. Yeah, I can't tell you what year Moss said it out of his own mouth. He said, all yeah. the time wanted to do with me was make me a decoy. Now, come on, man. You come here. To yeah, he was decoy. mad about that. He was he was past his prime at that point, though. Well, pretty much. But you still, you come, used to be a j- running joke that when you went to the Titans, you came to die. <laughs> <laughs> you, you didn't come to elevate your game. You came to die. You <laughs> so, might as well been in Arizona, huh? Pretty much. <laughs> At yeah. Cleveland at that time, because Cleveland, someplace. That's it, man. man. No, no man's land. So, what is what is your thoughts on the team that beat the Titans Sunday? Do you think uh, the Eagles are Super Bowl contenders? Man, I think the Eagles' record will end up fifteen and two. I think they're gonna be in the dance, man. They they got some company, but 
with the Chiefs and, and players and Buffalo and yeah. you got Minnesota, Dallas. But I, I think they 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 uh, for real right now, man. I think they cooking on all four cylinders. I think they okay. They hungry and they ready to reclaim another Super Bowl in Philadelphia. So I think the dirty dirty Eagles are for real, man. I think they the dirty. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I used to call them, man. Oh, yeah, I usually I thought that was the for the Atlanta Falcons, but I, well, uh, I, I think I think but I'm if you want to call them the Dirty Birds too or the North, I mean, well, I guess we could try that. Well, there you go, man. I'm going to get him a tag, too, because some of them calls <laughs> on Sunday was horrible, man. But, hey, you in their backyard, so you got to play a court. Carlos says, Bucks, Eagles, I, I, that, that was impressive win by the Bucks, but the Eagles are really playing at a high level right now, man. Man, they they the Georgia of pro football, man. <laughs> <laughs> I got them number one in my power ranking, just I, behind right there, Buffalo. I'm right there with you, man. I'm I'm saying there's some other teams showing coming on strong, man. But I think Philadelphia, man, is is um they they playing at a, a, a high level like you stated, man. And, and they for real, man. Hurts Hurts and um, AJ, man, seem to got a nice little tandem going. Yeah. Do you not know after the Titans and uh, Eagles game, they stated? I can't tell you what media outlet said it. You know how you go up after the game and, and give the love hugs and everything? Yeah. They said Tannehill told AJ, man, you ain't have to do us like it. Yeah, I, that, <laughs> that was going around on the internet. Yeah, see, but I believe it. I truly believe it. <laughs> but, but it makes you realize I may have a copy of that somewhere. Yeah, I may have, have that bike. Man, when you got an AJ on that team like that, man, you ain't got nobody comparable to that guy. It hurt, man, because you think about it. When Dante Culpepper was quarterbacking for the Vikes and they had Chris Carter and Moss, do you that not a, know? Yeah, what 99 that? was a good year for them. Yeah, 98, man. 98. Yeah, Moss told them, hey, man, dog, just get me the ball. Just get it in the air. I I love to have a receiver like that I can throw to and make plays, man, for me. I, I, I would. Who wouldn't love that? Who does Tannehill got? Honestly, that you can even halfway. Well, Burks, back in the day, Burks would have returned in that game. Yeah. Because he was walking around. But, you know, we got concussion protocol nowadays. Well, yeah. You know, which 15 years ago, they're just saying he got his bell rung. Get him back out there. (laughs) (laughs) They gave him some smelling salt. Smell the salt, you know. Hit the field, baby. But like you said, at CTE, you can't do it now. That's that's not good, you know, but – I don't well, know, they got man. spotters and everything now. They can get oh, a lot of yeah. trouble for that. Oh yeah, man. You yeah, you, you that wouldn't be worth it, man. Be putting it, a player at too much risk. Man. No, no, I kid, I kid. I know you do. I know you do. That's okay. <laughs> That's what makes the show fun, man. That's what make me keep coming back. I love it. Okay, now there's another story going around the league. Now let's let's move on to the college game now. Um, Deion Sanders, I, I'm going to play some sound bites. Hopefully, you'll be able to hear them. If not, I'll, I'll just say them. From, he got hired to be the Colorado Buffaloes coach in college. And there's a lot of people, some guys I work with, a lot of the national media, they're saying his comments were too off-putting. And it's not going to work in Colorado. Listen to some of these. These are four or five little 10-second bites here. This is Deion Sanders on Sunday night, I want to say, taking the job. Listen to this audience. You just happen to see me when I'm right in front of you. You know why? Because I'm coming. I'm coming to restore, to replace, to re-energize some of y'all that are salvageable. I'm not going to lie. Everybody that's salvageable. Ain't going to have a seat when we get back. But I'm coming. I said, yeah, not going to have a seat. Here's another bite. To train I can't go absolutely crazy to be in this situation that you're in. But you don't respect it. See, guys. You don't want it. He said they don't respect it. They don't want it. Some of y'all don't even think you deserve it. I'm cut. And usually when God sent me to a place, he sent me to a place to be a conduit of change. He brought God into it, which is fine. I like, you know. So, uh, 
Well, two more. We got positions already taken care of. Then what else did he say? He uh, here's the last one. Okay. And when I get in, it's gonna be changed. So I want y'all to get ready to go ahead and jump in the portal and do whatever you're gonna. He get. told them kids to, to jump in the transfer there. portal. Because we bring kids that are smart. Say that smart, smart, tough. So. A lot of people are saying that was condescending and off-putting. I thought he was just keeping it real with them. Uh, I didn't have any problem with it. You know, Colorado was 1-11 last year. Uh, you know, this team won a national championship, Andre, back in 1990. Uh, you remember Rashawn Salam back in 93 won a Heisman for Colorado. And they have hit the pits, and he's just keeping it real with them. Some people thought that was way too off-putting, and he was way too cocky to be talking to a team like that. But what's your take on on Dion coming in really hot like that right off the bat with, well, with the uh, Colorado? You, if you know the Dion's Sanders of the Florida State era on up to Dallas, uh, the Falcons, Dion always been show and business. You know, yeah. he he's looking at it like if you can't put on the show, give me a show, then you ain't got no business on the field. Now, could it have been said and worded differently? Of course it could have, man. But the bottom line they quarterback transferred to the portal. And D, uh, Dion, I think, has a nephew that plays at Alabama. No, it's his said, son, oh, uh, Andre. About me. Yeah. Yeah, but I know the son played at Jackson State. Shadur, and his son's he, supposed to transfer as QB. He's going to be the starting quarterback next season. Yeah, he's right. Well, and but I'm going to tell the audience, his son was a four-star guy out of um, out of out, out of high school. His son was pretty highly recruited. Oh yeah, yeah, but that can be considered a little nepotism too, man. He ain't got because it's because it's Dion's son. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you can hand people whatever, man, but Jackson State, the SWAC conference, ain't the same yeah. as that conference, man. So right. you can excel down here. We'll see. Sometime, I just hope it don't blow up in Dion's face, man. But you know what I think that's going to end up happening, man? Dion people says they don't think it'll last three years up there in Boulder. <laughs> that would, he's, Dion want to be a, a head coach in the uh, – in the bigs, man. He's trying to get in the NFL as a head coach, man. And so or these maybe are Florida State or Auburn. Yeah, something like that. Well, I don't know. Do you think he would have got that? Because uh, interim wasn't uh, uh, Cadillac Williams doing all that for them at all. But I don't really keep up with, with Auburn War Eagles too much, man. But I, I don't know, man. <laughs> no, Cadillac was just – he, he was just an interim guy. He was never a strong candidate. He yeah, didn't really have a lot of experience. No. Well, I can say that for some local uh, uh, coaches here, but we'll remain nameless. But at the end of the day, <laughs> man. Uh, <laughs> How's Eddie the, George uh, doing at TSU, by the way? Huh? How's Eddie George doing at TSU? Uh, I think. I think he's doing all right, man. It's been some rumblings, man. I'm going to tell you what I think people have said in, in the circle that I travel in, that he yeah. never even really should have been considered for the position because this TSU alums that I know could have could have stepped up and met that challenge. The thing I didn't like about Eddie, man, when he brought in Jeff Fisher for a minute and he brought in his son. Dude, what are you trying to do, man? Make a – a blueprint of the Titans, you know this. <laughs> Maurice Fitzgerald, you can't make the. I call run the ball, the, uh, stop the run. Titans of, 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 yeah, that's he wants it to be ninety nine, don't it? Come on, man. You know, sometimes you gotta let the dream go, man. The, the dream is on determined, <laughs> man. You gotta, you gotta build right now. Can't, you can't keep hollering the uh, miracle in Buffalo and Tennessee. All that's great, but 
you can't do nothing about that. That's gone, man. You did great. But you got to remember one thing, man. Uh, people looked on that, that season with fondness, man. But this young guy is playing for the Titans. Now, they want their own piece of, of history. Don't you think? They want their own legacy, yeah. man. They want to wear that. They want the hardware, man. They want the ring. You know, they don't want second place or run up. I want the Titans, man, next season going forward, whatever moves they make. This is the make or break season for us, man. Let's let's take it all the way, man. You know, you got to – Pittsburgh and teams like that are up and down, but the Eagles came out with a plan, a game plan, implementing the game after game, man. They To me, I, I know Titan fans don't want to hear this, but I watch them all for the, as many as I can watch. But the Eagles are fun to watch, man. They like, they like the uh, Chiefs, man. I, I enjoy – Watching them Eagles, man, because yeah, they're electrifying, man. And who, who do you Hurst. think they are to bring in a general manager? I forgot to ask you that earlier. As far as the Titans, yeah. What I, program? I really what what other team would you like to take an assistant from? Man, you talking about college level or pro or a pro? Level? I mean, what what pro uh, management? I, you know, I named you know organizations like Baltimore, the Eagles. We, we just got beat by the Eagles. Pittsburgh. Uh, I would want uh, them. I'd, I'd say um, if we could, I'd say the Chiefs, man. I wouldn't want the Steelers. You know, I wouldn't want the, <laughs> nah, I, I'd say I'd say Kansas City, man. I, yeah. I, I really, I, I'd say okay. that ain't a bad, ain't a bad uh, move, man. But the thing is with me, if you bring in a top-notch coordinator, you have to do him like it was alleged – that they told the late great Bear Bryant's son, he was a big booster down in L. I think his name was Bobby. Uh, I want to be right. Don't quote me on it, Bobby gotcha. Bryant. But when they first, you remember Gene Stallings? Yeah, great at Assistant, Alabama. Yeah, he left because his son had some artistic issues. What you yeah. can, can commend a, a, a father for that? But when they, I think they had Mike DeBose, they didn't work out, and they brought in. I got it. They got now down there, man. And uh, they pretty much told the alumni and, and stuff like that. Hey, Bobby, uh, hands off, man. <laughs> hands off. Just leave him alone. Let him bring in his team and let him do what he do. And you've seen the results of that. Do you think Amy can do the same? Or do you think I need to know, you know, like Jerry Jones about Dallas, man? He ain't nothing going on on that in that organization that Jones ain't in control of, man. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think they'll win a Super Bowl probably when he passes, unfortunately. Well. I wouldn't well, mind seeing him win this year. Not, you know, I'm out of Nashville. We're out of Nashville. I wouldn't mind seeing the Titans win. But realistically, somebody like Buffalo, even though they lost Von Miller for the season with an ACL. Yeah, I saw uh, Philly's got a really good shot. Uh, Kansas City's still in it. You know, the 49ers, they took a big blow there with their quarterback getting hurt. Uh, he may be back by the divisional playoff game. So I think it's probably Kansas City or Buffalo out of the AFC. I don't think the NFC is going to win it this year, but who knows? You know, anything can change, man. But yeah. you, you can say the same thing about Odell Beckham, man, with his ACL. Do these people have time to rehab fully? Like, you yeah. remember how Derrick Henry came back, man? He, was run he wasn't he was running the same for a while, man. It was like, I'm, I'm still scared to put everything on this, man, because I feel yeah. the same way about Beckham, man. They, they That has looked at him, man, but you can't yeah. put no, no money into something like that, man, because you don't know if he's going to be ready to go, man, because that's a year to rehab that kind of injury, man. Yeah. You well, some it's his second ACL, and, you know, some players have came back. Adrian Peterson came back less than a calendar year and ran for 2,000 yards. It depends on the kind of work that the player puts in. Joe Burrow, big win on Sunday. He tore his ACL and his MCL in 2020. Last year with a bad offensive line, he gets to the Super Bowl, you know. Uh, it just depends on the individual and how much work they want to put in and how much fear they have of uh, or lack there of it 
of not re-injuring their ACL once they get back in there. Well, yeah, that's that's uh, you look at Lamar Jackson, man. He sprained his PCL, you know. Yeah, he, he doubtful on Sunday. I don't know if it's the feel, man, the way they run uh, or hits, but you know, it. The old players that had them kind of injuries, they ain't probably take them a year to heal. I'm I'm going back to the seventies, and <laughs> but you know, it's a whole different game now, man, and a little faster, yeah. and you know, and the way they got medicines and. These orthopedics, shoot! Look, it's so it's so varied, man. That they they can come back faster than than most people can, man. They got a yeah. good staff and a good team in place. That's like the doctor that I don't know if he's still the doctor for the Titans or not, man. But Doctor Russell Tompkins, man, over at uh, Tennessee Orthopedic. Yeah, I tore my uh, meniscus one year, man, and, and that guy was incredible, man. And the Titans players saw him as well and it just amazed me how fast they rehab man and came back but who's to say man yeah but let me ask you a question let me turn around on you tonight man <laughs> so, so you asked far me a question off man, here, but go ahead you asked me a question about um you inbox me you were talking about Udoka yeah, yeah you sent me something the other day on uh Udoka about him not having there may be a possibility he may not ever get another coaching job. Go ahead. I I, I think it's I think the windows of opportunity for him are closing, man. I'm telling you because I I researched the Nets, man, and the Nets have a lot of ladies in their organization that are basically saying we don't want him. It almost like man Michael Vick, even though their situations were vastly different. He still got blackballed for a long time until the Eagles took a chance on him, remember? Yeah. Same thing with Udoka. It's going to all come down to who want that smoke, man? Who want that heat with him? Like, hey, we're not signing you. It's going to come with a lot of uh, stipulations and codicement. It's going to be almost like, man, I'm going to have people watching you 24-7 because you are a great coach, and you're a winning coach because he coached with Popovich. The guy know how to win. He's a motivator. Yeah. But the guy, this when it comes to, to the ladies, man, this guy can't can't uh, control his urges, man. And Right, right. I, and I, you know what? And, and I just read he's been in the news this past week. Him and Nia Long, long-time 13-year relationship, they're officially separating now. Oh, yeah. Because of all this. You know, when I was in college up at Austin P, man, mm-hmm. uh, I could say this with all security, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I Doka is a good-looking guy, tall guy, good-looking guy, uh, yeah. on his way up to stardom. I mean, he could have been a next Chuck Daly type of pl- I think that the, the Celtics could go on a two or three championship run up there. But, you know, going back to myself at Austin P. I had similar offers of what are temptations that he has with women, but the drama with these very attractive women that were married or seeing somebody, their husband was in the military. He was in Iraq. I went to Austin P in the early two thousands. Right. Okay. So I'm looking at myself. I'm thinking the drama versus this affair is not worth it. It's no. just, and it sounds like this guy now, I'm not planning to be a psychiatrist or some kind of rehab specialist, but it sounds like kind of like a Deshaun Watson situation, a little Tiger Woods, that he may have some kind of sex addiction because he has an opportunity of a lifetime to take over with that Celtics. Now, Celtics are doing really well now, but I'm reading that this goes back to other organizations too. Uh, they, they warned him to stop pursuing this lady. He kept pursuing it. It's just like he can't help himself. And it's really unfortunate to see that kind of fall from grace all over trying to have, a, like you said, a side affair with somebody. Uh, it just seems uh, it's really unfortunate. You know, I think the Celtics will be fine, but you just see that this guy, may, he seems like he might have a problem, you know? I think he had a 
uh, hidden problem with that for uh, quite a while. Yeah. Unbeknownst to Neil Long, which Neil stated that the Celtics organization, which she had the legitimate point that they didn't reach out to her like they did the victim, which Neil's a victim too, because that lady relocated from California, hub of the entertainment capital, to follow her fiance to Boston. And the woman that allegedly he was involved in with yeah. her moved Neil and her kids out there, man. So it's like Matt Bond had stated previously, it's a big, big, messy mess, man. But you know, think about it. How Kareem hadn't done it. Uh, Charles Barkley hadn't. You know, you got Patrick Ewing that coached at Georgetown. I'm just saying, when you play the game of basketball from high school, little Pee Wee Lee, you know, little yeah, all the way to the college level, if you get the chance to coach in the college level, and you and somebody watch you scouting you say, Hey, man, we love to have him on the Celtic organization as our coach. He he uh mentored under Greg Popovich, one of the best coaches I think in the NBA point blank period. I always loved that guy for a whole lot of reasons. Yeah, you get the chance, like you said, Kareem Abdul Jabbar, legend. I, I ain't got time to tell you how many stats and, and awards and stuff right. this guy's had. He ain't never been offered the opportunity to coach in the NBA. You get a dream job of a lifetime, dude. You had the city of Boston in your hands. Right. Because think about it. You took and turned that whole team around in that would have took somebody else two to three years. You did it in one a year season, in a season. And you threw that all away. I man, this woman had to look like a Raquel Welch to make it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not throwing away several million on nobody. So I I, I don't get it, man. It, it just boggles the mind. It bobs my mind too. And the fact that him and Nia Long are separating it, very uh, she was basically a sex symbol in the nineties, wasn't she? Hey man, the, the woman still look good to this day. She's True. fifty and looks forty, you know. Man, hey, I don't know if it's Hollywood. Uh, uh, photoshops or this girl works out or whatever, but I don't think she really, she's coming into her age well and gracefully, man. I, I don't see, to me, anybody else would say, what? What did you see in somebody else that you couldn't see in your own lady, man? I, I, I don't yeah. understand it. He got a kid with Nia. She has a previous child from another relationship, but let's be real. By the time she dig in that pocketbook, man, he going to want to coach on some level if it ain't nothing but college, not high school. But he might get a coach in, in college position. But even with that, a lot of people going to come out against him, man. Uh, the women groups, you know, uh, yeah, the Me Too movement. Not knocking yeah. it. It is a very essential thing to have, man, because I think, like I stated uh show or two before no meant no and that's just what it was i don't see what he saw and then he said he kind of made some crass remarks but i heard that danny ainge she knew danny and danny knew her family and i think danny went to the organization on her behalf and said look she came to me with her concerns yeah what can we do you know think about it danny ainge was in play operations. His name still carries a lot of weight yeah. in Boston Celtic uh, lore. So, you know, with all them kind of people against you, man, the cards were stacked. The deck was stacked against him, man. But he yeah. really done got pretty much – he was a better coach than Steve Nash with the Nets. But, hey, man. And they still think. didn't go with him. They still with somebody else last month. Yep. And I still haven't read anything whether they're going to bring him back after this suspension. I don't think he's going to come back to Boston. That guy, if he had on shoulder pads, man, I know this ain't a comparison, but I got to say it, man. That guy's almost a Colin Kaepernick of NBA basketball. Man. Who's that? Uh, Udoka, man. He, he ain't, he ain't going to land on no teams, man. <laughs> he, he, just, he, he just ain't, bro. He ain't going to land with a team, man. Nobody he might as well play. just take a knee for the national anthem. He might as well, brother, because – he, he pretty much, man, 
stick a fork in that pot, Rose. He done, man. He ain't gonna see another NBA game. Because <laughs> most play, most teams, like I said, heaven forbid, like Georgia Lafronte, that used to be the owner of the old Rams. You know, when it's a female owner or women groups, like I said, man, they they frown on that kind of stuff, man. Yeah. They don't want somebody, man, that's a now, I ain't gonna say he's a sexual deviant, man, but he, you know, he ain't far from it, man. He, he That's what it sounds. I mean, uh, Tiger Woods went to a rehab for sex, and I, I think it gets frowned upon. But we used to frown upon uh, gambling addiction. True. And True. then you had, before that, you had alcohol and drugs. I think it can be up there with those other addictions, if you ask me, by reading this sort of thing. Uh, all the time. I mean, the Tiger Woods thing took a lot out of him, man. Oh man, that, that hurt him bad. But you, when you said about Fox gambling, man, you can name a whole lot of prior past NFL players that lost everything they had, their careers, their families, their marriage, chasing uh that money, man. Gambling addictions, man. And yeah, like Carlos just said, Danny Ainge moved away from that smoke too. Yeah, he did. Yeah, Danny, Danny came out from under it, but. You know, Danny name still carries a lot of weight in the NBA. Yeah, yeah he's in Utah now. Yeah, that's right. Because he's from that area, man, I think, man. Yeah, I think so. Him. I do, yeah. yeah. But, you know, uh, he he wanted that job with the Nets, man. Don't get me wrong. If yeah. uh, if everything would have worked out, man, he, he was pretty much a shoe-in, man. But I think somebody pulled a, a chain of the Nets organization look. This man got too much baggage. Move away from him. Don't you think that's the case? Everybody that probably would interview him, they're going to state that. They're going to say, look, great guy far as uh, his coaching ability, but we got that elephant in the room that we got to keep addressing. Right, yeah, right. And, and nobody's going to mess up. They, you're talking about uh, dollars and cents, man. I, if I was an owner, I can't take a chance on you, man, and lose my revenue. Yeah, that's why Colin can't land nowhere, even in spite of the national anthem. Well, you know, the 10 accusers went to Deshaun Watson's game, first game back after his suspension on Sunday with the against the Houston Texans. That's right. But look, yeah. can I jump in here for a second? Yeah. Because I, I know you got to wrap it up. I ain't yeah. seen my buddy Pickles tonight. But look, I love what she just stated as a kid. I loved him as a jet. I even had a jet simulation. Riddell made the him. My brother had a Rams, and I got the Jets. When she <laughs> did, he, almost, he did almost lose his career. He started crying. If you go on YouTube and look at the old video from it, Joe Namath had a restaurant in Florida called Bachelors 3. Mm -hmm. Pete Roselle, the actual Pete Roselle was around and living then. Yeah. They told Joe Namath, look, either you sell your entrance in that club because there was some undesirables coming in. You think about that's the 60s when they were doing that. And Joe Namath cried on, I guess, at a press conference said, I guess I just had to quit playing football. Yeah. But he sold his entrance and the rest is history. Right. But what are you willing to give up? to achieve your dream. Joe loved the game of football. M.A. Udoka loved basketball. But right. in, in moving into 2022, no team, I can name you plenty of teams, man, could use him right now, use his expertise. But they're not going to touch him, man. They ain't going to touch him with a 10-foot Yeah, ball. that's an interesting story. So going back to Deion Sanders, do you think that will last in, in Colorado? Do you think he'll be successful to certain uh, extent in Colorado. I think he will be. I, I think he'll too. win eight he to ten games. Five or six next season coming up. Oh, well, next season, yeah. Yeah, but but my take on him, it, it depends on this, uh, Rob, and you know this is an old saying, but it's as true as the sun shining in the mornings. If the players and the university and the alumni buy in and let him put together the team that he trying to get possibility. But my thing is with Dion, you're talking about impressionable young men. It ain't one of them but a guy. He could have been a little more 
Use a little more decorum, man. But <laughs> so you think it was a little over the top? Yeah, Dion ain't gonna use a lot of decorum, man. Because <laughs> you know, I know how he, I know how he said about Troy Aikman. Uh, not when Troy Aikman it was Tony Romo. Romo. Oh, Romo got mad because he said he didn't like the tackle. That's right. And and, and uh, Dion said, "Well, you know what." I ain't never lived on loser street. Where that <laughs> he, he said I got. I actually like guy. that comeback by Dion. No, but you know Dion, the king of quips and comebacks, man. So, I've always liked Dion. I think I think I he's a good. You know, he was twenty-seven and five at Jackson State. Hey, man, they won it twice back to back. They were and, undefeated this year. Yeah, that's right. And they had the uh, mayor addressing. He did a uh, a little impromptu, basically press conference saying hey we got to continue to build on what Dion left you yeah. got to look at the pluses and minuses the takeaways or the ads Dion, are you mad that he left Jackson because he said God told him to go to Jackson nah nah I ain't mad man because I tell oh. you why Dion left a blueprint that uh Eddie George Jr. or Eddie George I mean Eddie uh Robinson Jr. the yeah. guy that wouldn't shake his hand Grambling uh-huh is it Grambling yeah, yeah, but uh, see, this is me. He got mad at Dion because he said, "You ain't swag." And, and the box. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't care if he's swag or not. Dion has been around enough plays and players and personnel to know how to win. He did stuff off the field that nobody else in Jackson, Mississippi, was doing. He brought water. To yeah. a lot of people because they had issues and still the water problem. Yeah. Yeah. He brought them, got the new field put together, got the Adidas contract, got them a better practice facility. He people were buying in. And the mayor basically said, Hey, you know, he had to do what was best in his best family interest. And, and at the end of the day, that's what you do. I yeah. don't know if Aaron Judd has a, a girlfriend, a wife, or I don't I don't delve that much into they personal thing, but if you a player, man, or coach, man, well, looks like he went to the black screen on me. I may, uh, hopefully, Andre will come back. There he is. Uh huh. Okay. Now what <laughs> was, I'm sorry, dark man. on me. What What were you stating? Yeah, I uh, said so you look like you went to the dark screen on me. And me like I didn't in go TV, to the dark I thought side you started cursing. Hey, hey, I didn't go to the dark side, but but <laughs> but, but Dion. I, All I, right, I, Mark I, Vader. I, there you go. I just hope he does good, man. In Colorado, he did leave something special at Jackson. Yeah, be it short as it was. Yes, I, I can. It, it can be disputed. You got people and coaches that in the SWAC conference that felt like. All he came here was to to build his brand. It was never about Jackson State. I ain't gonna say that, man, because think about it. How many other programs do you think he could have went to other than Jackson uh, State, man? That's true. That's he true. Could. I don't know many, but he was he was just he had some problems with that high school, uh, that prime crep prime prep academy. academy. Yeah, I remember that. Years ago, he punched a chancellor, and uh, he had some uh, some kind of violations with recruiting. But that was over ten years ago, and it seems like he he's run a really tight ship at Jackson State. Uh, I'm impressed, man, with what he's did at Jackson. He got he got the best player in the country to commit there, cornerback last year. That's what I'm saying. I brought in, man. Uh, I I love Dion from the days of Florida State, man. Like I said, until now. I can tell you this much if you look at any you that's why I love YouTube, man. YouTube is the go-to yeah. thing for everything, man. If you just want to go back and relive uh, <laughs> you you look at Dion, man, when he was a corner, I, I bet you this much. You know, why was he, the guy, everything he touched on his football field, man, he excelled in it. And if yeah. you yeah. kick to his side and he got some daylight on you, he taking it back to the house, man. You you can yeah. believe that man. That guy, yeah. He and I think I think usually that doesn't transfer into coaching. Usually, great players don't make great coaches, but I think he's going to be a rarity. You know, Larry Bird wasn't a bad coach. No, he wasn't. He was good at uh, Indiana. Man, I loved it. Yeah. I always had an issue 
and you tell me when I got to wrap this up. I'm yeah, I, I'm over, actually. I need to wrap it up now, but, yeah, go ahead. Okay, this is my take on Larry Bird and the, and the whole Celtic mystique. This is why I kind of get on the fence a little bit at times with my beloved Celtics. They never really made made a home for Larry Bird to land in after his career was over. Now, if you yeah. tell me different, you did for Danny Ainge. Let's be honest, man. Danny was a utility player. He was good, but he wasn't no Larry Joe Bird, man. Yeah. You know? Bird wanted to stay in Indiana, I think. I think that was his state, home state and everything. Well, you know, he was a shy guy, man, maybe. Yeah, he didn't like the limelight like the others did. Oh, yeah, they, they absorbed it, man. Yeah. But look, man, I'm going to let you go, brother. Yeah, I'll see you hopefully next Wednesday if you're going to be able to make it. Uh, hey, I'm, I'll come along the party, keep going, but I want to let you your uh, watchers know, man, enjoy reading the uh, comments. <laughs> and, and what you think about Chris Alley right quick, man? We lost a good one the other day. Yeah, hey, that's on cheers. Speaking of Boston, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. She seventy-one Larry, years old, man. She she had a short battle with cancer. Yeah, I tell you what, I remember uh, Big Mikhail doing a guest spot on Cheers, man. That was my show, man. I hated to lose Christy, man. She was a pretty yeah. girl, but you know, God knows best. But brother, enjoy yeah. It. Thank y'all for having me, man. And I love to come back again and, and read Carlos and Pickles comments, man. Uh, and I'm going to go to Atlas tomorrow and eat me some fried pickles. I'll do it in Pickles Island, man. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, have a good one. I'll see you next week, hopefully. Hey, Stay man. Stay in touch want... between now and then if you got show ideas. Okay, well, if you, want me, you want me back on, I'll. I'm going to tell you this, man. You see, Ron, your buddy Ron did a little special on Channel 5 tonight, man. They, they had him on TV. Reach out to him, man. What for what? They had him on, man, for uh, talking about safety in Nashville, man. They went up to the uh, Citizen Plaza building and interviewed him. I talked to him earlier, man, and it was a nice little interview. So watch the news tonight, man. Okay. I thought maybe somebody robbed Bob Evans and he, he you know, he apprehended him. Well, I tell you what, if they rob them for that salty gravy, it is. <laughs> they they don't have to rob nobody else. <laughs> That's 30 weight, man. That's 40 weight oil. But look, man, love you, man. Have a great night. And, and your listeners have a great rest of the week, man. And if God willing, we'll do it again next Wednesday. All right, buddy. See you, man. Thanks, everybody. All right. Sick. Good night. All right.